Tegan Soak Radio Live, number 93. Tonight is June 20th, 2020. It's the first day of summer, Nano. The first day? We're six months into the new decade. Which is a little frightening, in a way. I mean, it doesn't really feel like it's been that long, but at the same time, you, as well as me, as well as a lot of people in the world, have just been kind of chilling at home and doing a lot of well, I guess less of the things they would normally do. That is, as sort of the, what's been the theme, our uh, our, <laughs> our very existence is defined by this. So, uh, but anyway, welcome to another show where it's just me and Nano, and uh, maybe we'll get some other folks on. We'll see how that goes. But uh, we're gonna take a look at some things, talk about some stuff as we normally do on this show. There's a ton of new games that have hit the listings on Steam, so we'll cover those. Uh, Also, this weekend is the ending of a two-week game jam that has been going on. Actually, it uh, it ends tomorrow, so it's about 21 hours from now if you're listening live. Uh, And if you are listening live, you can join us live in our partner discord server discord.gg slash gr gr stands for gensokyo radio which is what you're listening to right now if you didn't know so uh go join us up over there and we can talk about stuff while well the songs are going and whatnot if you have questions about what's playing and stuff like that it's the the place to go so uh that said uh something interesting happens um just a few days ago, Nano. I don't think I've told you this, but uh, uh, yeah, I know. Is it scary or is it like a? It's it's surprising. It's it, this oh, is okay. Okay. Uh, 
I mean, way, way, to, way to really stage my emotions. I'm, right, continue. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to make you guess, but uh, so a few days ago, um, one of our family members was out in the yard, and they ended up uh, they, they were they were kind of cleaning up the yard a little bit. So, uh, and they looked down at the grass, and they found a snake. Not a snake. Uh, Frog. It was a baby bird. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I've, I've kind of already posted photos in our photography channel, so it's not like a huge secret unless you haven't checked that channel in a while, which I guess you haven't, Anno. No. That's fine. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> uh, so if, we tried to figure out, first and foremost, like, you know, who who owns this bird? Like, what bird in this neighborhood? It, you know, because we have a ton of trees behind our backyard. Uh, which one of the birds out there owns this bird? Who does it belong to? Or what does it belong to? Uh, so, for like the... I guess... We found it in the evening, so... We kind of just took it in, gave it a warm place to stay. Tried to figure out what kind of food um, it eats, because... Uh, I don't know if you know this, Nano, but, like, baby birds eat, like, every 30 minutes. <laughs> so. Yeah, they, uh, they're uh, a rapidly growing organism. Yeah. Um, so we figured that out. And then mm -hmm. the next day, I did something I've never done before uh, and definitely wasn't planning on doing. But uh, we, we put the bird kind of back where we found it because we wanted to figure out if, you know, other birds... Uh, went down to to feed it or you know because like the the parents will continue to feed the bird even after they're out of their ne nest for a few days or whatever so uh, so i sat for like an hour um bird watching um this was like three days ago uh, just trying to you know trying to put two and two together but unfortunately no birds came by to claim this little one so uh at this point um our options are kind of weirdly limited um Partially because of the pandemic, the uh, the options for like bringing this little one to a re uh, like an actual rehabilitation person or place um, are limited. Like the nearest one that's open is like an hour away or something, and no one really wants to drive that far. So, uh, so we're basically just making sure that it stays alive, and then when it can fly and fend for itself, then it's on its way. And you know that's like. I guess that's the plan, but man, like, none of us saw this coming, right? Like, yeah, that's a that's an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> like, kind of is, you know, like, because it's like, I mean, it's it's one of those things that, like, the there's extraneous effort to make sure it goes to the right place if like the the, the parents aren't around to, uh, take care of the the young, but at the same time, like. You, know, you can't just take it out and leave it in the woods and say, I hope, uh, right. I hope you make it, buddy, because there, there's, a, there's a little dampening of the conscious right there that's like, well, I kind of feel a little bad. Right. Um, and, 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 you know, like, there there were a couple of options here. Like, you could have, we could have just moved it to the other side of the fence and we're like, good luck. Uh, because our, our family also has a few dogs, and so, like, eventually one of them would find this sitting in the backyard. Uh, as for how it got there, a couple different theories like there's an obvious uh robin's nest which by the way this this little bird is probably a robin we don't i guess 100 percent know but that's what google lens says anyway uh by the way baby birds look weird without uh, feathers and you know like an easy way to identify what type it is but anyway uh there's a nest a really obvious nest that is um in between 
where the gutter meets the house, um, mm-hmm. just kind of behind the house. And we've we know there's a robin there. It sits in there like every hour or whatever, and we can see it. But um, uh, one of us went up to like grabbed a ladder, went to check if there was any other birds in the nest because they're typically uh, robins will lay a couple of eggs, not just one. And there's nothing there, but uh, yeah, and, and and without being able to see like that robin that we know sits in that nest fly down to this little one sitting in the middle of the yard like we did like the second day that we had it, uh, yeah, it's just not a whole lot we can do. Anyway, so that's been life here. Uh, kind of interesting. I know, like, not not typically the normal stuff we talk about, but I I just, I had to mention that, especially because I've been posting about it in photography, so. And just as an aside, uh, an interesting uh, creature that doesn't look the, like it, you would think if it's fur on is bears. If you ever look at a bear without fur, it looks like a werewolf. <laughs> uh, I have never seen that, and I don't actually... <laughs> I'll help you. One second. I can't, well, okay. Uh, I can't imagine exactly what a bear without fur it would look like i mean i just thought they always had fur nano like yeah right they, that's uh, how that goes uh, <laughs> they look like werewolves werewolves okay well i guess now i know and i'll yeah see shortly i'm assuming yep in general here we go here comes here comes the werewolf uh yeah all right that is basically you know um just describing it for our listeners who aren't looking at this it's almost like uh a lion or, or like someone wearing like a gray onesie and like a lion mane at the like what am i even looking at like if i if i looked outside and it was dark and i saw that i'd be like yeah werewolves are real change my mind you can't because it's right there holy like, cow you know you're probably right that's that's where it comes from they're just they're just new bears Holy cow, I think you've solved the mystery. Yeah, We've also solved the mystery of where Zara is. Uh, hi, Zara. He'll be around. So, yeah, uh, that, that's a thing. Great. Uh, uh, I wonder yeah. if these furless bears, uh, the furless bears are the, the behind all these like Sasquatch stuff, but they're like, uh, like just random like monster sightings. Like a grizzly bear that stood up and yeah ah yes we found the missing link but (laughs) well i mean just look at the legs it's almost like i mean the legs are definitely shorter than a person's and the torso is probably longer than like the proportions aren't quite right but but i believe that if if this thing if this stood on its hind legs and just walked around like a person that would just be like okay yeah um monsters are real (laughs) change my mind uh all right We've got some music. Uh, what's interesting is it's, it's we're finding increasingly that it's good that we have a backlog to pull music from because the new music is definitely slowed down uh, for obvious reasons. So, but it doesn't mean that we still or it doesn't mean that we don't have music that you guys um, haven't heard or that we haven't played on the station. So we've got some of that to share with you tonight. And, of course, I've got to add to my notes here about the plethora of games that are out there. Um, Just tons of things on Steam. We'll also talk about some things that we're working on behind the scenes. Of course, some new things with Discord and new stuff with their app and stuff like that. So, uh, what we normally do. So, let's jump into a new song here. Uh, If this is a new song. I also have a new way of organizing this. Ooh, 
Uh, it is the first day of summer, so why not call it an eternal summer? From this one from Akatsuki Records, after that is something from the album Party Box 2. And we'll be right back in a little bit here in Gensoku Radio Live number 93.
Radio Live number 93 tonight. 
We are here with uh, myself, Lunar, as well as Nano and Zara. Hi. And we've it is I. got a whole bunch of games to talk about. Uh, Nando, you were looking at one of these, I think, on Steam. What was the one that you were looking at? Uh, I looked at a couple. I've hit back a couple times, but um, let me uh, let me pull up my uh, my itinerary here. Yes. Um, oh, what's interesting was... is that uh, there are actually a lot more games on Steam than normal. But I started we started going through these and realized that a lot of them are not actually released. A lot of them are, are coming soon. But we'll we'll get into them. We'll mention at least what's appeared on the store so that you're a little bit more informed. Um, what you got? Uh, it was um, Toho Shooting Star, uh, which came out June 15th. So uh, was that five days ago-ish, uh, uh, depending yeah. on your time zone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, actually one of the more expensive games, uh, $18.99, but it's on sale for 43 hours. Um, 3D even. Looks yeah, like it is a, a 3D Danmaku style game. Um, has, from what I can gather from the Steam page, seems some interesting sort of customization and gameplay mechanics. Um, it reminds me of that. Uh, there's one other game. I don't think it's this one, but like uh, where it's. I'm just looking at the the, the video here. Where like Marissa's on her broom, flying around or whatever, and there's bullets everywhere. But it's in 3D. Uh, there's another game I remember seeing years ago that was kind of like this. I don't remember what it was called, though. Uh, I don't either. Um, there was an Ace Combat sort of styled one, or an Unreal Shooter 3D one, I remember. Um, there's also the uh, the Battle Arena, which was the four-player, either team or free-for-all uh, 3D Danmaku game that had some unlike bonus, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, I guess there is a kind of a slew of them. This one seems to be your a more of a single-player challenge uh, bullet hell shooter as opposed to a multiplayer one. Seems kind of neat just at a glance at it. Um, I have to double check if it's actually in English. I yeah, um, the uh, the thing with a lot of these games, and I, I guess increasingly so on Steam, is that there are a lot of games that uh, are in Chinese and they don't have English translations. Uh, I guess for whatever reason, uh, folks in China are taking advantage of the Steam platform being a place that you can publish your games and boy oh boy, like who knew that all these different fan games were coming from China. But that's kind of neat, I guess. If you uh, don't care about the story and are the kind of person that doesn't read the instructions and you know, stuff like that. Oh, it's so pretty diaper hats. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, well, it's it's a platform for them to publish on, um, and I mean, and they can see exactly where, it, as long as the product's actually available globally, which I assume it is, right? I didn't look for any region right. limitations on it, mm-hmm. but it does help them sort of gauge, hey, where's the audience that's buying this? Well, granted, it's in Chinese, so I'm not expecting a whole lot of... Um, non-Chinese speakers to really pick up but I mean if they see enough interest mm-hmm. in it from outside there there, there, there is justification for them to consider um, localization if they feel it's big enough and warranted so Indeed. there are advantages to releasing it and getting that visibility on Steam yeah for sure uh, <clears throat> if you 
Don't want to spend that amount of money uh, on the game, although that one is on sale, I think, for another uh, little while here. Uh, there are, well, there's at least one free game on Steam. This, oh, jeez, oh no. It's, I'm gonna have to translate this. It's an RPG game. I will tell you what it's actually called in a little bit here. Nano, can you translate that? <laughs> uh, uh, unlikely. It's another... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, I, I mean by translate, I mean just like grab... I mean, I'm gonna do it now, <laughs> but you know. Uh, Ultimate Dungeon is what it translates to. Um, oh, yeah, it's just the, the kana for Ultimate Dungeon. It's literally called Ultimate Dungeon. Um, but it's something else in Steam, and I guess we'll post that in general, if, in case you're curious. Uh, it's free, it is an RPG game, and this one is kind of interesting a little bit because it is a sort of labyrinth-style game, a labyrinth RPG game. Uh, basically, you start out with five of your favorite uh, Toho characters. They have an image with like 12 different characters, but I guess there's more than that even. And you have 51 different areas to get your way through uh, to reach the end, and when you reach the end, eh, who knows what happens. But, you know, it's a labyrinth game, so that's kind of just, that's the allure of it, right? How far can you get? So you've got your typical stats, you, you've got a level, you've got your hit points and your, your mana points and stuff like that, your different items for enhancements and whatnot. Uh, it's that kind of game. So, yeah, it's um pretty retro looking, but if you're into that kind of thing, You've got nothing to lose here because it's free. Uh, of course, it is also one of those games that does not have an English translation currently, but being a free game, like, I don't know, maybe maybe it'll be it'd be possible to, to get a translation in there. That'd be kind of neat. So, yeah, one to look at in case you're the type of person that doesn't want to spend any money on things because that's uh, basically where I'm at right now. <laughs> uh, and if you... Want something maybe a little bit more... Well, see, I wouldn't call it interesting. Um, the next one I've got on my list here is called I Want to Be the Yin Yang Orb. Uh, you are basically a Yin Yang Orb. And you are making your way through... They, okay, they, they call it Gensokyo, but really it's just like this, this 2D area with like walls made of blocks and stuff and other objects. Uh, and you have... A bunch of obstacles to travel through, whether those might be walls or, of course, the obligatory uh, Danmaku or bullets. And you're trying to get somewhere. You're trying to do something, I guess. Uh, what, you know, there's got to be. Oh, you are the Ying Yang Orb of Reimu, specifically. Uh, you are. I guess I can read this. Head of the, the Magic Forest of Night. Go through the maze of barrage, the bullets. Again, like Danmaku just gets translated to barrage and it sounds weird in English, but uh, you are supposed to recover the lost coins. The lost coins! No, we've lost them. We need to get them back. So that's what this game is about. You're retrieving the coins that you lost. And, uh... <laughs> recover donation. Ah, thanks for the plot. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that goes. All right. Um... So the next, uh, so this one is actually available. I think the, the couple games after this are, are coming soon, as we mentioned. Um, yeah, I, I can tell I can tell what's in when it's in Chinese when uh, Toho is written in slightly different kanji. Really, this game just translates to Oriental fantasy. I I almost want to think it's like in Japanese it'd be like Toho Gensokyo. It's like real real original title. Anyway. Uh, so this is a thing, 
and they described it as auto chess. What the heck is auto chess? Do you know? Uh, so auto chess, oh, I'm going to probably mix up my history here. Uh, auto chess was a Dota 2 map, a custom map that ultimately sort of changed how the game played. Because, I mean, the, somehow like Warcraft 3 leads Dota and Dota leads to auto chess. <laughs> um, and it's... I can't really explain because I've only ever like looked at it once, like on Steam, and like there, there's a there's a standalone game for it now on Steam. I think League of Legends has its own version of Auto Chess now. Yeah. Um, I mean, so like there's a couple derivatives, which is a derivative, derivative. Um, but such as Toho. So, so yeah. Yeah, but uh, I I can't just at a glance say it is or what components they take from it. Um, but Auto Chess is usually like a one v one style game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a digital trading card game, uh, or TCG, and of course, like it's obligatory. The, these cards have the various characters on them, and kind of what Nano mentioned. At least some of the previews here, you do have sort of this one v one thing going on. Uh, that said, it is um, it does have online multiplayer. So uh, this comes with the caveat that, of course, it is another game that does not have an English translation. It is in Chinese. And it's also 9.99, so you can take a look at that if uh, if this kind of game is up your alley. Um, personally, I'm really not that familiar with it, so I'm just gonna sort of uh, wait and s- wait to hear what other folks have to say if if uh, people end up getting this. That said, I'm looking at the reviews here. How many of these reviews are in my languages? Ah, three, all three of them. This game has 300 reviews, but only three are in English. Um, yeah, folks are saying it's generally a good game. I guess you can use a translator app out there somewhere to uh, to try this out. And, yeah, alright. So that's that's out there. Uh, again, that is... It's got, like, the, like I said, the most generic title. I'm just gonna post this on, in Discord again. Um, which, also, if you're not there, discord.gg slash gr uh, to meet us over there and uh, see what it is that I'm posting because this is some of these games are just written in kanji and nothing else so well hello there simplified please yeah uh, by the way we uh, getting a little bit off the while well, I grab the next link here uh, we do have a simplified Chinese translation of our mobile app so that's a thing and believe it or not like more people listen in in, uh, <laughs> in Gensokyo more people listen to us in uh, in China that I thought was even possible, like literally. So. Well, they have more people. Yeah. Just generally. I mean, just the fact that our app is even available in China is kind of cool. But all right. We'll mark it. All right. These next couple games are coming soon, but I guess we'll give them a mention because they showed up recently in Steam. Uh, Toho fan made virtual autography or autography, whatever, how you want to call it. Uh, it looks like just a... Oh my goodness, look at the plot of this uh, in the description. Kind of interesting. It looks like a fan-made Danmaku game. It's got widescreen, so that's a thing. Although I guess the newer games are all widescreen these days, right, aren't they? Uh, let's see here. Uh, dichromatic balls suddenly showed themselves in Gensokyo and gained immense popularity. That's the first sentence of the description for this game. Did you think this was going to be another JRPG or location-based game? No, this is a bullet hell game. Start your journey full of dreams and adventures and be ready for the original characters. They have been waiting for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
and I, I guess the, the first sentence of this story section is Map Orb Game. A game that gained immense popularity in Sokyo at the end of the year. Yeah, alright, thanks. Um, I don't know what these dichromatic balls are, but I guess, I guess the game has everything to do with them, so. Go check that out. Uh, this says it's coming sometime in early 2020. It's not yet available. No price, obviously, because of that. So, thanks, uh, Steam. Thank you, what is it, Northern Mind? Actually, um, that said, this is in English. At least the, the previews are. So, that's, uh, that's cool. <laughs> Although, it's kind of funny, like, the description sounds like it's been translated or something, almost. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna leave the, the last, uh, actually, nah, there's, there's one more, we'll just get around to this here. So, Sanai Tomaiden X is coming soon, and the, the release date is, and I quote, maybe 2021. So, take that as you will, uh, with a massive grain of salt. And, what is this game about? We have a small video preview, which is kind of impressive, being that this is supposedly not going to release until next year. Uh, we've got a 2D side-scroller game, looks fairly retro. There are some illustrations that are kind of unique. Hi, Cherno. Um, that, yeah, that's about all I got. It's a 2D something or other. Story says, incident occurred. Sanai to solve it. And that's it. That's all it says. So... Uh, a Mega X Toho fan game with no X. Great! Alright, that's all I got. Uh, thanks for the information. And uh, that pretty much covers it for Steam. I'll go back and double check to see if we missed anything, but uh, it's gonna do it for now. We've got a couple more songs just around the corner. This next one is from Hatsune Tsumiko's The Album Created World. I think this was original, er, originally uh, recently kind of uploaded to the cloud by Zara, so we've got him to thank for that, and then after that, something from the album Star Piece by Felt. Um, this one is gonna be kind of neat. It's another song from ya boy Ark Brown. DMJ, if you're out there, uh, have fun listening to this one. We'll be right back here in just a little bit and get so Radio Live number 93. <laughs>
gotta see your face Even if I'm like
Soki Radio Live number 93 tonight. Talking about some of the recent games that have hit Steam, uh, just as I thought, I think I did miss one, so we'll get to that. Uh, also, pretty interesting, we should have probably mentioned earlier, but there are a few new official uh, Toho games up on Steam that uh, ended up hitting Steam in between last show and this one. Looked like that happened around June 5th. Those games are Mountain of Faith, Subterranean Animism, and Undefined Fantastic Object. Those are all on Steam. They are $14.99 each, which is, I mean, you know, if you don't have the games, that is what you would end up paying for them normally, and they are the official games, so there you go. Excellent. The other game I forgot to mention this last go-around here, the last one here, The Forever Moon. It is... Uh, as I mentioned before, a Steam uh, fan game, and it is $1.99. There's also apparently a bundle by the developer uh, Ning Bing. So, yeah, as you can probably guess, it's another Chinese game. It doesn't have an English translation, but there you go. It's pretty much par for the course these days. Uh, flip a coin, and uh, more often than not, you'll probably find that it is a Chinese game without translations. Anyway, so uh, this one is, it looks like kind of more of a story. It's uh, one of those like top-down things. It's sort of got, uh, wh what do you call it? Um, it's not isometric. It's it's the same sort of like 3D styles you'd find in like a, a, a Pokemon game. You, you know what I mean? I, just, I don't know yeah, what yeah. it's called. Uh, orthographic? Um... Anyway, where, where you can kind of see like the back wall or like the front of a structure or whatever, but like no other walls really. Anyway, uh, one of those. Um, it looks like it features uh, perhaps Moko and Kaguya and Edin and sort of that uh, collection of characters. I mean, you could guess that sort of the Forever Moon sort of suggests that uh, might be the case and so it is. So, yeah, um, let's see, is it out right now? When did this one come out? Uh, was June 12th, so just a little more than a week ago. All right. 
The other collection of games, and we have a ton of games to talk about this time around, is some stuff from the Toho Game Jam. This is specifically is a little different than the other game jams that have been done by uh, Gmanator and the other, you know, that that group, the the group that does the game jams. Uh, so these all have taken place since the beginning on itch.io. You can search, uh, to, in this case it is the Toho Pride Game Jam. It's the second one that they've done. They did one of these last year as well. And these differ a little bit than the regular ones that they do. They do a couple of game jams uh, every year and those are usually 72 hours long. This one is different because it is two weeks long, so there's actually quite a bit more time to work with. And uh, these have been pretty darn popular, uh, just historically speaking. I've mentioned this before, but I ended up uh, joining the very first one that they did, uh, just to kind of see how it went. Um, and I also mentioned earlier that this game jam is still technically going on. It doesn't end until about 20 hours from now, so tomorrow afternoon for, for me, or wherever it will be 20 hours from now in your part of the world, uh, there will be more games than what we'll mention right now. So far, there have been four games submitted, which has actually doubled the amount of games that I saw about three hours ago when I checked this. We've got uh, Kasa and Yukari's Fateful Reunion, uh, A Gift for Aku, uh, What Matters Most, which is kind of cute looking because it looks like it was made in uh, MS Paint, but it's it looks like a like a oh, it is a short VN, so that's that's kind of neat. And then this other one, uh, what is this? Love colored letters. The uh, art style of that is wow, like really retro looking. We're talking like if you cracked open one of the first five Toho games um, for PC ninety eight, it's kind of got like the 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 stylized. Um, you only have limited number of, of colors to work with, and so uh, yeah. The actual game itself, just judging by the screenshots for that one, is definitely just a 2D side-scroller. Uh, you are collecting letters, it looks like, whatever those uh, little guys are. So, no, nah, alright. Um, I kind of grazed over some of the other ones here. What do we got? Uh, Kasa Yukari's Fateful Reunion. Uh, bu -bu -bu and I'll go ahead and link up the place to find these as well. Wow, this one has a bunch of bullets on the screen. Definitely a sort of curtain fire styled game. Only the cunning and treacherous Oni Ibaraki Kasen has mastered the techniques of heaven and hell, but when the world needed her most, she vanished. And yeah, so, um, now this is a pride game jam, and I will say that, boy oh boy, these bullets on the screen are very colorful. <laughs> so, that's, uh, yeah, really, just like it. it I'm, one of these screenshots kind of looks like a bowl of fruity pebbles. Like it's it's really colorful. Um, and then a gift for Aku. Since I also glanced over this one, uh, very short single stage shoot 'em up in the vein of the main series Toho games. And what do we got here? Um, the screenshots don't really tell me a whole lot, which is really what I'm going off of right now. But if you want to check out any of these, I'll go ahead and link the game jam page in our general channel over at uh discord and you can go check them out for yourself again there will be more to uh sort of look over and explore tomorrow when the game jam actually ends uh because i, I know that i'm at least from how the 72 hour game jams usually go people are working right down to the wire down to the last minute to get their stuff done and out there so um so definitely more stuff will come out tomorrow 
than is out right now. Uh, I think the last 72-hour Toho Game Jam had, like, I mean, more than a couple dozen. Like, there were just... It's kind of surprising how much comes out of these. And I, I'm also sitting in their Discord server, but I haven't gone over to see how things are going. It's probably fairly active. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So... Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on over there. Um, not a whole lot of discussion though, because I imagine it's the weekends. People are hard at work uh, working on this stuff, getting stuff done and whatnot. So, yeah, mm -hmm. cool stuff. What else have I got on this uh, good old document here? We've got some other stuff to talk about, but I kind of want to hold off on that for just a moment. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at this page here. This darn thing will refresh. Uh, folks who are listening on Gensoki Radio who have logged into the website will know that we have this thing called Countries and Listeners. If, you're, if you've logged in from the same place that you're listening right now, that's all you have to do uh, for your name to show up. But in the brief time that it'll take for this to load, right now we've got people listening from Argentina, Australia, Belgium, Canada, Chile, Finland, France, Germany, Hong Kong, Italy, Japan, Mexico, the Netherlands, New Caledonia, New Zealand, Poland, Romania, Russia, South Africa, Sweden, UK, UK, Ukraine, the United Kingdom, and the United States, and boy, that's a lot of countries. We also have a lot of listeners. Again, these are just the people who've logged in and done the thing. There's quite a few more people listening than this, but we've got Enseriform, Arani, Black Cat, Flat Bartender, Komachi, Lava Looter X17, Nose Owner, Rastaja, Sue Tepest, Shiny Raichu 94, Zas 2, Ali4710, Chris1, G, 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 I can't talk today. These darn names. DJ Safer, okay. Uh, Loknir, Math for Origami, <laughs> Nos Forever 12, 6A, Sour Limon, The Dratini Farmer, The Maddest Maddie, and Woo Man. And thanks to them and thanks to everyone else who's listening, tonight is another show where we've got some music. I like this song in the background right now. Some of the new stuff we've got kind of down the, the pipeline here that's going to eventually make its way to the regular rotations. Just sounds pretty cool. I like this. Um, yeah. Zara has good taste. Who knew? Just putting that out there. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you know, I do want to mention, like, We've been very chatty uh, when the songs have been going, just sort of behind the scenes. We've talked about a couple of things that Nano has posted in general, actually. Uh, Nano, do you care to explain what these uh, these these characters with the sort of like cat face are? Like where uh, that comes no, from? Um, no, Nano's playing Scooby. <laughs> no, you, you, yeah, you have to. Will, you anyway. explain. You, you posted this with any sort of context whatsoever. <laughs> I just... Mom, Nano's playing mind games again. <laughs> All right, I am. I'm talking about the free-to-play game, Unfortunate Spaceman. So you had the link up and everything. You were ready to go. <laughs> oh, I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this entire thing was orchestrated, planned from five minutes ago to now. Well executed. Playing by ear. Um, it is a... Uh, I don't want to use the word survival horror because, like, to me, it's not really a, a scary game. There's uh, an alien, like though, a, Nano. Like, that's because you're the monster. Aliens are scary. <sighs> not all the time. Just one out of, like, ten. But 
<laughs> or 16. It's, or 16. Um, but it's a, it's, it's a game kind of like Werewolf or um, those style games where uh, the, the players as a collective have an objective, but one of them is a, is a traitor, uh, is an alien or uh, the, the antagonist that's disguised as a, uh, an astronaut along with them. Uh, and the uh, so the, the astronauts, the the space. I'm going to space because that's that's it's just funny. Um, their goal is to uh, complete a couple of objectives around the map, um, find little things, and then you know uh, just retrieve them, export them, clear a landing pad, and then evac safely. Uh, and the aliens' goal is to make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, and the to really get into the mood of the game, uh, it's you you have a mic and you have to speak, and it's using in-game voice chat proximity audio uh, so that like you can only speak to people who are in your vicinity. Uh, so it leads to some interesting situations where you get clicks of people getting together who at the very least trust each other. Um, I mean, it's a, if you're going to group with someone, make sure it's at least uh, three people in total so that like if one used alien, there's at least two of you there. Um, but no, it's a, uh, it's a, it's one of those niche niche genres. There's a couple of games kind of like it that I find it very fun if you get a good group of people going, just because it just it's kind of wild. The how the, the alien plays is kind of how the person plays. Does he like try to warm up the people and convince he's a he's a human and uh, be buddy buddy and then backstab him at the right moment, or is he just like I'm gonna just be the alien and just romp around and uh, cause chaos? So it's it's a it's a fun social experiment i like it yeah and it is apparently free to play as well so we're probably gonna check it out uh maybe after the show if i'm still awake at that time i got up really early today so up early did some coursework for school because i'm doing that this summer and then after that i did a bunch of playlisting and radio work before the show because takes a lot of work to do these things and to maintain stuff and whatnot and we'll talk more about that a little bit later but yeah uh for now though we've got some more music on the way if i can pull up foobar here all right we've got a couple songs here one's from the album permanence that's timeless dissonance and after that we've got something from an older album um alstromeria's flashlight the song punishment Something a little more upbeat. And then after that, we'll be right back here. Just a little bit here and get so ready live number 93. Yeah. 
Captain Soki Radio Live number 93 tonight. We're taking a look at some indie games that were talked about, but it was something like last weekend or something. Uh, there were quite a few people watching this particular stream. It was the Indie Live Expo 2020. Uh, the first stream of its kind, or presented in this format, I guess. Uh, and it was pretty darn popular. There were... It was broadcast in three different languages. Uh, I think the original stream, it was uh, was done in Japan, but they also had uh, live translators doing the English version of the show and then also a Chinese version of the show. So altogether, 7.3 million people watched this online. It was actually kind of impressive for just an online stream like this. And there was something like over 150 different indie games were covered. There were... Some interesting uh, points during the stream that were highlighted. Uh, in particular, they had sort of these. Uh, I guess the, the way it was structured, like they they would talk about like some of the the featured games. They would do like this whole like lightning rounds, giving each game like 20 seconds to 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 be covered by the hosts and just moving on to the next one and stuff. And um, sort of in between were these like music numbers or whatever, uh, they had this this really talented person on a drum set um, doing accompaniment to uh, songs from <clears throat> uh, primarily Toho Project and Undertale. So they're both, like, you know, games that have music, uh, both games that were done by one person, um, just, yeah, mm -hmm. but... But the way it was done, it was actually, it, it was, like, some parts of it were pretty entertaining to watch. Um, the English translated stream that I ended up watching had, uh, one of the people I recognized, we actually have an emote of him in the GR server. Um, it's Atsugiri Jason, the Why Japanese People person. Um, he's, you know, he's, he's really just like a, a, a businessman that learned Japanese and then ended up on, like... A, a daytime show in Japan and did this like this whole um, thing about uh, why Japanese is written in some ways or why it's like why the meaning of one thing if you change like this one little tick mark in a kanji character and you move it over here it means something completely different and then at the end of that you go like why Japanese people like that was his whole thing it was it was a whole skit that he did um, I think he did a couple of different ones and you can find those videos on YouTube if you if you look up uh, look that up but so he was one of the, the co-hosts and the other person I, I don't remember his name but um, I don't know the the it was weird because like in some spots it was strange because uh, most of the stream was like if you watch the Japanese version it was fine but like sometimes during the stream they would have these spots where they're like uh, they just didn't go to the English folks and I think they either sat in like a splash screen or they just literally streamed the Japanese part of it because it would be like a thing that was meant specifically for a Japanese audience like whether it was like a giveaway or something like that you know something like they wouldn't want people outside of that or the country of Japan to participate in so like mm -hmm. you know what's, what's the point anyway um, so yeah tons of tons of games were talked about um, puzzle pitched this idea of inviting uh, one of the 
like a, a developer of a game. Actually, they've, they've made quite a few games over uh, a number of years. They're an indie developer. Um, they have made uh, some just direct, like you can tell that they're Toho fan games, but then also a bunch of games that are sort of, they're not Toho games that you can tell that they're inspired by the series. And they've made some cool games, but they've also made some other games that are kind of questionable and I really didn't want to talk about on the show, so I was like, eh. Um, but one of their games was actually uh, featured in this stream, which I thought was kind of cool. I was like, yeah, it'd be, be cool to talk about them and or talk about that and talk with them about that, but meh. Uh, yeah, I guess on that, on that note, why is this episode called Renewed Vision? Uh, I don't know. It's like, we're always trying to improve, I guess, over time. We're trying to improve stuff that we're doing trying to improve the shows i think the, the the main reason why it's named that is like after last month's show uh we ended up talking a little bit about what are some of the things that we could do to improve future shows and we have a short document i guess that has some things in it but there's not a whole lot guests is one of those things and i do want to hear from folks who are listening in discord as well uh, what you might think about some of this, you know, like, what are some things that could be added to or, or maybe changed about uh, some of these live shows? Because, I don't know, like, we, we do these shows every month, and they're a regular thing, and we make announcements ahead of time, and we tell folks uh, with, like, our, our, our mobile app actually has, like, a little uh, notification that pops up that I end up sending out if I remember to do so, uh, that, you know, hey, we're, we're live, and that's particularly convenient because it's right there. You just hit the play button and you're good to go. But um, but other things like, you know, maybe guests. Um, I think some of the involvement or just like getting folks in the general chat and Discord in general uh, involved or asking questions or sort of just pinging the community about stuff, kind of like we're doing right now. Uh, you know, what are some of the things we could do? I mean, this is obviously like, a, like an improvement thing, but um, I guess... If we wanted to talk about something maybe a little less uh, technical or a little less station-oriented, we could ask people what they think about the announced uh, PlayStation 5 console. What do you guys think about that? Have you seen it yet? Uh, I have seen pictures of it. The one thing I haven't seen in context right because i've seen like the, the stills the screens whatever this is what it looks like and um i mean i i find this look pretty comedic but mm. the um I, how big is it it i heard it was a rather large console i haven't actually seen it next to a person um i guess i haven't really seen it next to the controller like close i up. i recall seeing yeah. this this size comparison chart uh of like a bunch of different game consoles. I'll see if I can find that, but I do recall it being taller than like uh, an Xbox, just slightly. Like it's it's kind of this. It's like a similar footprint, sort of. But there, <laughs> yeah, there. Are, it's it's got those little like fins or you know shirt collar pieces in, in case you want to stick a random characters. Uh, face on top of it because it goodness the, the the just the reason why this is so interesting is because this particular console 
has personality. <gasps> oh my goodness, it's not just a black box. And so people have been memeing about it. It's... That's that's real. That is a chonker of a console. Yeah, it kind like, of is. That, that is massive. Like that's, uh, I mean, I guess I can take a look at that USB drive at the front. Uh, I think it is. Oh yes, that is a, it's a, it's a grill. Yeah, there, there's actually a couple different versions. So the one that uh, Tempest in our chat posted the <laughs> meme image about uh, has that slot on the right for optical drives or uh, optical discs. But there's another one that's just digital only where it doesn't have that, just gets rid of it. Holy cow, I didn't realize that it's actually it's that much larger than a uh, than an Xbox. Like the, the current version. It is, it is powerful. Dang. Look at the beast. Oh. You know, as soon as I mention this, people are... It's like, everyone's woken up. People are no longer lurking in general. People are now posting things. It's like, yeah. oh, go broke. you guys are actually listening. Well, excellent. We should probably involve... That our... duck one's really good. <laughs> Wait, what? Should it... Duck one. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, you know, shouldn't it be the other way, but no, it does work. The the way just the way the lines are. Yeah. He's smiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so am I. Uh so yeah, that's just a that's a thing. But that's what a really, that's a rather large console. console. Actually, you know what another how does that compare to like just the the footprint and the height and everything? How does that compare to uh the the new monolithic Xbox that's supposed to come out. <laughs> Pog. Um. Which again, I, I I don't know what it's called. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a console gamer. I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, you got the uh, the black monolith um, brick. Uh, it has that austere no frills effect like you you put it under if a cat my now that i think about it right like i haven't seen like a, what a traditional sort of because i think like rose tinted glasses we're going flashback right like like looking back in time you had your tv on a cabinet this is like your sort of standard american setup that was sort of shown in commercials and like you had sort of like the tv stand underneath and like you'd have like the pink box gamecube there that stood out or like the Sega Dreamcast was bubbly, um, and then like thing like the even Xbox 360, right, had a sort of curvature with it, and then yeah, I had sort of like that uh, that uh, that concave sort of that, that yeah, it had a kind of organic feel mm -hmm. to it, yeah. um, and then they kind of transitioned into sort of just like that very modernist, sleek, minimal style. Like I guess is like I mean that that's kind of overall like if you look at like monitors where like we're getting rid of bezels, and you look at like. Uh, smartphones and tablets that are just trying to be like mostly screen mm -hmm. very just clean so like I mean the, the Xbox console kind of fits into that whereas uh, the PlayStation 5 is almost a rebellion here's where I'm going to start getting into like popular culture critique um, is kind of a rebellion or like a, a, a tangent away from that sort of mindset because mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to remember like even the PS4 right was also that very like it was very Homogenous, not stand out, like subtle. Like, I, mean, I don't remember what PS4 looks like at the top of my. I haven't played consoles in forever. Yeah, it had a very, very just raw. It's a rhombus. It's cool. Rhombus. Uh, uh, design to it. Um, so just kind of seeing this very, uh, very flare, flashy, 
um, design to the PS5 is it's interesting. Like it's at the very least, it's a different flavor and it stands out because if they kept something similar to the PS4 and competing with the Xbox, uh, there there is no identity. And do you want? I would. Do you want Black Box A or Black Box B? Yeah. Um, and it's just sure they'd look good on the shelf, but there's a point where like the identity problem becomes paramount, right? Like you just. You see that you see the PS5 now. You, you look at it like, yes, I know what that is because nothing else looks like it. Right. Um, exactly. And and whereas, if, if you look at it, like, there's some, uh, there was some art thing I was looking at the other day where there were just a bunch of outlines of past game consoles, and you could clearly tell what each of them was. But as you get further, like, closer to the present day, especially when you start looking at Xboxes, you're like, okay, is that, is that the Xbox? one the one s the the like Mm -hmm. black box black box black box and they're all maybe shaped a little differently and if you've actually had them you're probably going to be able to identify them but like most people like for example i've never owned like back when it was you know I, i never owned an original playstation but if you showed me an outline of it i could spot it because it had its own look right same thing with the nintendo 64 the gamecube or the wii or whatever Yep. And so, like, I think that's that is the reason for its design, because like the look for the Xbox has been sort of known for a while, and and so like that look sort of been solidified in in the in the cultural zeitgeist. Like, yes, that's an Xbox. I know that's an Xbox. It has that sleek Microsoft modernist feel that a lot of Microsoft products currently kind of operate on. Mm-hmm. But the um, like Sony's like, oh, they can't just really something similar right they they, they just they, they'd feel just awkward doing that i think even if it would be a good design so i think they just identity crisis they needed to stand out yeah um be bold yeah, as man. for my personal take on it it's different i its size would be kind of hard to place maybe if i'm seeing that right um yeah honestly I, i'm i'm surprised it is as large as it is and I'm hoping that's an actual picture. I didn't just like make it grab one that was shopped. Um, yeah, so it's not an actual it, size comparison. Uh, but like, it's it's it seems to be. Yeah, that does seem. Here's a. It's it's 16 inches tall. Um, <sighs> yeah, that's. Hmm. So I mean, there's an actual size comparison. Which okay. like that go, like looking at the PS4 Pro and Xbox One from the front, right? You can you can kind of see that like yeah. The... I mean, let's 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 be real here. I, when when the Xbox Series X, which is the the, the monolithic rectangular prism of of a <laughs> of a game console, uh, it it is almost it is almost like a computer tower. Except I think if you look at it from the top down, it's like a it looks like a square. That's the footprint, right? I, I think. Uh, where most of the internals would be oriented vertically, um, versus the PlayStation 5, which is taller, almost as wide at the base, and then who knows how how, how deep or how far back it goes. Um, but goodness, you compare that with the other side of the graph, at least in this particular image, with the Xbox One X, and how it's you know it's it's slim and pretty minimalistic and stuff. Like it's complete. Like it's, they it, it took that and ran the other direction, right? Uh, yeah, I, 
Conspiracy theory time. I think the, uh, the PlayStation 5 is the prototype for uh, Sony's new headquarters building when they finally build it. I think <laughs> it's someone, just a miniaturized version of it. Someone already posted that meme. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it's... Oh, the, yes, I see the, up there. The building is <laughs> sitting in the middle of it. Um, <laughs> as for, like, reasons to buy it, um, I haven't really played consoles, so I don't really, like, have a big inkling. I do, like, Demon Souls, and so, like, that's... That is the weird temptation. Mm. Um, I mean, I can probably avoid that temptation, but like, I like Demon Souls on the uh, PlayStation Three. Um, it was a fun game. I, I think I liked it more than Dark Souls because it had just it had a much more oppressive atmosphere than I think Dark Souls did. But yeah, Demon Souls is like the one major draw for PS Five. I don't think anything else is uh, of interest to me. Gotcha. Yeah. Well. I don't know. I'm not looking forward to, to any games right now. I'm I'm coasting along. I'm doing schoolwork. I, for one, I'm looking forward to A-Wing Drifting Hours. God, man. Excellent. Actually, you know what game I am looking forward to? Uh, whenever, Star Wars Squadrons. Whenever, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Real A-Wing Drifting Hours. I mean, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll watch your stream or I'll, I'll be an onlooker or whatever, a spectator. Uh, no, the, um, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020, like, uh, yes, it, it just looks amazing. And it, it is very cool. It is, is one of those things where like, first of all, the, the things like the services and stuff that they're integrating into the app makes me sincerely hope that it's not a monthly subscription. Like I haven't looked into it that far, but I, I hope it's just a one and done thing. If it's a subscription, like I will probably never play it like i'll just be really sad the reason i say that's because some of the things they integrate they're like every two weeks or something they update um the game or supposedly this is just what i've heard from like youtubers and stuff uh stuff i've read on their site and whatnot but um like every couple of weeks they'll update the like the flight plans and like no rads and flight rules and stuff and whatnot you know i'm, I'm just <sighs> I don't know a whole lot about aviation, but there's, they're actually trying to, to mimic as a simulator should probably, uh, real life conditions. Uh, that comes down to you know you've got your weather and stuff, and that can just be whatever you set it to, I imagine. But, uh, but maybe not. Maybe it actually goes off of what the actual real world weather conditions are. You've got a storm here, and you need to fly around it or whatever, and it's just, <laughs> I mean, also some of the other stuff on YouTube, some of the things that people have been able to share because it is is still one of those things where it's in uh closed alpha i think and so the, the people who are in that can't say a, a lot about it but it's just based on what people have been able to release um looks really cool some of the systems and some of the things that are integrated into that game look really cool and i just i want to learn more about it and i'm if it if it's reasonably priced i would absolutely hop on board it'd be one of those things that would actually make me upgrade my controller my hotas um because it, it has a the, the controller i have currently which i occasionally use for games like uh elite dangerous or whatever um has kind of a, a relatively large dead zone in the middle so it's kind of annoying but yeah uh, it was a starter relatively cheap controller so i uh, i accept that but having said all that that's um I mean, that game's coming out on PC, so I don't have to grab a console. 
Meh. Yeah. Uh, right. So we've got a couple more games coming. Uh, a couple more games. I hope not. We've talked a lot about games tonight. We've got a couple more songs coming around the corner here. Um, let's see. Let's take this one from the album Mystic Lake. This is from, it looks like, East New Sound. And then after that is something from Murder Ground, uh, which I think we've had on here before, but uh, it's been a while. So we're going to do a couple more songs here. We'll come back, talk a little bit more about what's going, what's been going on on the GR side, and maybe I'll be able to fix my talking while I'm in this next break here. Till the next one, it's Soki Radio Live number 93.
I'm not afraid.
here on Gensoki Radio Live number 93 tonight. Once again, here you are joined by myself, Lunar, along with Nano and Zara. So, talking a little bit about flight sims and squadrons that's coming out in hopefully the not too distant future. And that's all fun and good. But, there's other stuff that's going on. We should probably be little mindful of you know a lot of a lot of groups and organizations have mentioned uh you know a thing or two about the demonstrations that are going on and not just in the u.s but also in other countries in the world and you know i think one of the reasons why it's sort of at the the forefront of my mind is because it i sort of had this this weird proximity thing like kind of where it all started like i live in the greater twin cities area and I just, I don't know, it, 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 it both, like, pains me to see that, like, this had to start here, but it had to start somewhere, I guess. And just the fact that now people are speaking up about it is cool, because um, that, I think, is a thing that needs to happen. But at the same time, um, I and also echoing uh, Nano's thoughts here, I think. Uh, is just we want to make sure that while folks are out there doing what they need to do that people stay safe and mindful of their health and because it's we're in really weird times because uh, we've got that going along with the pandemic of course and uh, uh, some of the the lower states a lot of the like the south and the west uh, I guess um, there are more cases popping up and sort of in the north and the east um it's not quite that way but like i don't know just my message is stay safe and if you need to speak up and i think people should um you should do so but do so in a way that is safe um and just be super mindful it's again i'm just gonna loop back on myself here if i keep talking about it but like i i don't, I don't know like personally the pandemic in general has just been draining in a weird way like I, I thought about uh, this a couple nights ago but it's weird to think that I, I I'm a part-time driver for those who don't know uh, I did no driving in spring at all like I stopped driving like March 18th or something um, that's when a lot of the stay-at-home stuff started happening in the US and of course spring started on the you know March 20th or 21st or whatever around there and uh, so it's really weird to think now that we're in the first day of summer that I did no driving I made I made nothing doing that uh, in spring of 2020 it's really strange I made more in the winter of 2020 than I did in the spring of 2020 that's not how it's supposed to happen because people are supposed to be getting out and about and doing stuff during the warmer months, at least where I live. You know, it's Minnesota and Wisconsin, it gets cold in the winter, and people stay indoors, and the roads are cruddy and stuff, and yeah. But that's kind of where we're at, and I just, it's, I don't know. Um, another thing I've noticed is that, and I guess I've heard or read on other websites, is that podcasts and and just online radio in general 
has actually been sort of taking a bit of a dive just in terms of listenership across the board, not specifically with this radio station, which is interesting because actually I look at our stats and over the last couple of months we've actually gone up in numbers, which is really cool to see. Um, I don't entirely know why that is. Maybe it's because we've redone our app or whatever the case may be, but... um, but in general, podcasts have been taking a dive, and I imagine part of the reason for that is because not as many people are driving to work. You know, more, more people are working from home. Um, uh, less, you know, there are fewer people out and about. There are fewer people employed, unfortunately. Um, so, and and people would normally listen to podcasts and radio shows and what you know stuff like that um, at work or on the go or while they're exercising or what, whatever. So. Yeah, it's, it's weird times. It, I just, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> um, I think I think Nano's been doing all right. You're still working from home, I think, right? Yeah, I'm I'm still locked up you're, here, but I'm alive. Yeah, you're you're in the groove. I think you're, you're probably pretty used to it by this point. Yeah, well, it's, it's like tolerating the like slightly too warm water. It's like, yeah, it's a... Uh, I can survive. It just is a point where it's. Uh, yeah. Wonder if things can actually go back to the way they were. Like, like if someone say you want to go out eat out at a restaurant and hang out for a bit, just like that's been the not norm for six months. It'd just be transitioning back would be a a weird leap, which is so odd to say because that was only like six months ago or five months or four months ago, whatever long it was, three months. Yeah. Well, I I, I like to yeah. think of it. I mean, I, I know people say six months because you just pin it back to the very beginning of the year, but the, yeah, it was actually March. But the yeah, like as far as when governments, you know, local governments, states, and whatnot started doing stuff in the U.S. is mid-March. So, like, I think the 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 last uh, the, the last I mean, the last time I drove was like the week of. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, Nano. I've got. Noisy, dogs. noisy dogs upstairs. Um, yeah, last time I did anything was like March 11th or something. It was like, it was really weird because I remember going out for, um, it was like the Sunday after my birthday on what it would it have been, it would have been March 15th. And we went out with my family to a, a burger place because that's what I wanted to do on my birthday. Uh, so we went out to dinner uh, with family and stuff and and I remember that day where, like, we all went out, but we all brought hand sanitizer, and we all were just super aware of everything we touched, and it was just really, really weird. And then, and then the official like please stay at home stuff started happening, and that's just been kind of the norm. So, yeah, um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I, yeah, March. So like, I, I like to think of it like three months ish, something like that. Um, still, it feels like longer. I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I did drive people around in March, but, meh. So, that's <laughs> what. Yeah, that's. I don't know, man. Um, it's the world we live in. Uh, during this time, though, while I haven't been able to to drive or or do work uh, in that way, I have been working more on things like the Gensoki Radio mobile app, which. Uh, version 1.1.x is now available on the Google Play Store, so if you haven't updated yet, you should do that. I still see a lot of people using 1.0.x. Um, 
and 1.1.x is a significant improvement. So yeah, um, right now the, the current version is 1.1.2 that has some translation updates, a uh, bug fix, some uh, updates for our crash logging software that will help me um, sort of pin down the source of some of the issues uh, now and in the future, just sort of improving the app over time. So if you haven't checked it out yet, there are new things in 1.1.x in than there were before. You can listen to past shows. You can learn more about where to get albums and if you want to get like a physical copy of the album i know it might be a little difficult getting it from overseas or japan at this point but uh um there are some other stores like uh like Bandcamp and stuff that you can get it from and there are also as i think happened still relatively recently um more circles are releasing their works in a digital format on platforms like the Google Play Store and the uh, the iOS uh, Apple App Store. So, um, and I, I mentioned that in particular because uh, we're we have put together a system where we're logging uh, where to like in, in in order for the app to to show our users where uh, they can get those albums. It's there's an, this whole process in in the back end that's uh, that has to happen where we uh, literally just go through and look up where you know what albums are in what stores and uh, over the last few days I've been working on a system that helps me do this task uh, really quite quickly I can go through about a hundred albums in somewhere between 15 to 20 minutes uh, which I don't know how that, how that sounds to you like if you think about like you know you're on a website typing in a search term in a search bar on that website and then you you find it and then you are like okay well so that's on this page and it's this price and it's this currency and you, you do all the stuff and then you hit the enter button and that's one thing entered in um this new system that i've developed uh it is the it's <laughs> the tool assisted link entry system or aptly known as tails because that's just how the acronym ended up working out uh yeah i can Hit a couple buttons and be done in like 15 seconds per album or whatever like it's really speedy so it's it's really cool uh, as a result of that i think we're we're already through the majority of our um looking up links for albums through uh akiba hobby in particular there are 10 other stores I have to go through. There are about 17,000 possible uh, store links that can be added or marked as unavailable or whatever uh, to the system. So it's it's a whole process. And uh, yeah, this, this UI helps make it faster. And I might be able to let other folks get in on adding stuff if they're interested. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I wanna go through this first uh, myself just trying to add stuff, making sure that it's working well, and if people are, are interested, if, if people are or not, you know, let me know if, if you are or not, so that I'm not just um, using that time to, to add in a thing that can allow people to do that versus just doing it myself. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, let me know. And if you are interested in get, picking that stuff up, um, that's just another thing that you can do through the app. Right now, it's just on the app. You can't do it through the website. Um, 
that will probably come at a later point in time. Uh, when exactly, I don't know. It's gonna be that's gonna be a whole other thing on its own. Just getting that updated. So yeah, um, TLDR, new app. Go check it out if you have an Android device. Uh, as far as iOS is concerned, we we're still yeah we, we don't have an iOS app and we can't do that because we don't. We need Apple hardware to develop it. We'd have to pay $100 a year to have an app up on the store. It's just generally quite a bit more expensive. And uh, in addition to that, we need to figure out if it's even feasible, like if, if it's possible to have like, I don't know, maybe like, like an ad supported app that generates that $100 a year to pay for the annual fee. Um, I think it's like for the publisher or something. Um, which if that's the case, I wonder if it'd be worth, like, looking into having more than one app. That way it, you can, I don't know. Um, we have some other ideas that I haven't talked about on this show or anywhere else, um, which may involve a second app. I guess, I guess one of them would be like this, the Project Spectrum, the, the, which is currently shelved because reasons, but yeah. Um. I don't know. Stuff's going on. Things things are being thought. Thought bubbles are appearing over my head in a uh, if I were a cartoon, I guess. And Should I hold the light bulb over your head. Yeah, actually, <laughs> hold the light bulb over your head or someone else's head. I'm just gonna come up with the ideas and I'll make them happen. Mm, thonking. Thonk. Yeah. Um stuff that is forthcoming with the Android version of the app at least, because I am able to work on that one uh, after sort of the, the bug fixes and things are smoothed, smoothed over. Uh, as I understand it, like the majority of people are having a very smooth app experience, although that's not everyone. Um, I still see crashes coming through, but they are far uh, less frequent than they were before. Like it was a significant portion of users um, that were having these really big issues with the app, particularly when we started doing uh, integrated uh, ad spots at the end of every hour, uh, it would be an intermission and the 1.0.x version of the app did not handle intermissions well at all. It would basically, it was almost a guaranteed app crash. So not great. 1.1.x fixes that. So if you're experiencing that, please update. <laughs> it will fix that issue. So. Um, but after that stuff is done, uh, we will look into features including casting to Chromecast devices so that you can place music and stuff through your television or your sound system or whatever, uh, as well as Android auto integration. Because as I understand it, there are quite a few people out there that listen through Bluetooth um, in, their, in their car or whatever, and just driving to, to work, those who still have work and stuff. And that actually, like, as far as I understand it, I haven't actually tried this out myself, which I really should, being the app developer. Um, Bluetooth works better now than it did before, so like, if that's something that interests you, give it a try. Let me know how it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Let's roll into a couple more songs here. We're actually getting pretty light on the pretty light on the content, and that's fine because we only have about eight more minutes to go before this show is just about done. Um, yeah, well, actually, you know what? We'll do one of these. 
All right, Zara, I'm gonna leave this to you. Do we do a song from Toho Jihen, uh, the album Escape from West, or do we do something from Tama Onsen, the album Last Snow? <laughs> Put on the spot here. Is that the Zara calculating sound? Is like robot beep boop calculating? Without without knowing exactly what song you're going for. Do you, I can tell you the song. You okay, so you? without knowing without knowing what song you're going for, I would say Jihen is the safer. Uh, what's with knowledge? Minami. Uh, Toho Jihen, it's uncaught, or Tamon Sen is Nitri Microphone Underground. Oh, okay. Do 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 the microphone. Do the microphone. Oh. That one's funny. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say I, I only want to hear this. I only want to listen to Slip. That's the one I want to listen to. But I, for me, I value. Was, it's funny you say that. I was considering adding it in tonight, but I didn't. So. Uh, for meme value, the underground microphone is very. Okay. For the meme value, then we'll play this one from Tom Owensen, uh, and then we'll come back with uh, closing comments and things on this show. Gensoki Radio Live number ninety three. Sarmono, Uas, Kurmono, 
化学反応産業革命未踏の警告担当川代と申すお耳を拝借道中から聞かせ人間に挨拶ゲゲパパッと撤収皆の衆やすかのみならず持ちの仕事をいただく発明家まだ女の口さ外の技術使ってまた新陳代謝材料を測り実験次第勝利風神6億で最強シート EGM シーツおだまりおだまり手かきゅうり持ってないおかわりうんお値段非常な盛り付けだ温めたきっかけ膝利かせときだモリモリでもってノリノリ向かう橋にはブレーキついてないでそれが俺らエキリラッパもだけホタクカッパー今日のパワーナイトロックでなし休暇センスラリオが気を気ながれに任せてレッツゴーゴーもっとウォークの方から工具のトーモンタイナイトンチンカンワブラックウォークオンフォーカスサムロンフローライトレマイクフォンアンダーグライヒーズメイカーキュウリのエキスモッタ軍団アンサッパボールイザフジンロックマイクフォンモッタベンジャーズヤバイスキルでサバイブ月面旅行オーケー各地皆を揺さぶるチェッカル思ってなし買わず持って帰る欲しいものない探る君の心マイミッションコンビートいつもマイドアイヒーワンツーイツナイトリワンダーランシパニワンダンでナインダーワーエクステン命の日をどうもせい川や森や天狗をバルにとってよげんそ教科上司はどうだギッチョイ妖怪団とのフォーワーマイゾマイオキュウィートドキマーサイトリーマイキョフォン Here in Tokyo Radio Live number 93. We're going to wrap things up shortly here. Wrap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> that, was, that was fast. I wasn't expecting that. All right. I guess, see here. Closing comments. One thing we didn't mention during this show, we typically do during our midpoints, is that you have a couple different ways to support. The station, as well as the folks behind the station. Typically, we have a store in GetsoCreative.net that you can get shirts and buttons and stickers and mugs and stuff on, but right now that's temporarily closed just due to the fact that that requires traveling and stuff.、Uh, yeah, so if you do want to help us out a little bit,、uh, you can. For the station specifically, there is a PayPal link on the store page. If you go to consocator.net, hit the store tab, it's up there.、Uh, that is one way to do it specifically for the station. Or if you'd like to direct your attention more to the folks behind the station, the people who are responsible for keeping things maintained and fixing your bugs on the mobile app and bringing you new features and doing research about the store links and stuff to make it. 
easier to find the music and support the artists that we play on the station. It all goes full circle here. Uh, you can do that through 3x7 at patreon.com slash 3x7, and that goes to help folks like me continue to make things for folks like you. So thank you for your consideration on that front, and thanks to our new patrons as well uh, who came by uh, this month here. I know Hazu's one of them, which is awesome. Um, I think we had one other one here, but Patreon doesn't actually make it that easy to tell who is new. How do I know who is new? I'm sure that there's got to be a way to figure out who's new. Anyway, uh, th thank you. There you know who you are. Uh, so, yeah. All right, yeah. And, yeah, thanks for taking a look at that as well. It really does help out. Um, right. Well, so with that said, we are pretty much at the end of the hour here. If you want to continue hanging out or you, you missed the end of the show here, it will be available in about a week or so on the website as well as in our mobile app you can listen to this show it's broadcast recording or if you don't want to wait that long and you know you just got here halfway through the show or whatever um patreon one of the benefits is listening to the shows ahead of everyone else so you get that about a week ahead of time and uh there's some other stuff on there too that you can take a look at so that's all i got for this one um aside from needing something to drink because of all the talking I've done during that this show. I mean, that's really how most of these shows go anyway. But... <laughs> same. And, yeah. Find something to eat, and we might game Nano. What is that game again? The the, uh, the cute kawaii space helmet <laughs> characters. Unfortunate spacemen. Unfortunate spacemen. But they all have the, like, cat face drawn on the helmet for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. If you uh, if you choose to get the helmet, I think uh, so. They it's a free to play game, but they they sell the little customizations uh, as microtransactions. Uh, that's that's how they get you. Classic. All right, yeah. And I, I think I, w I was running up to if you want to continue joining us, Discord.gg/gr. Got to put that out there. We are partnered on Discord. Um, talk to folks, meet new people who are also interested in the same stuff as you are. If you're into this kind of music, there are most certainly more people over there that share that interest with you so that's what i've got for this one uh for nano and zara i am lunar we'll talk to you in the next one